Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. This week, we're doing something special. We're exploring poetry in all of its forms with kids who write, rhyme, and sing about their lives. Our co-host today is named Nova. She's 11 years old, has pet guinea pigs named Oreo and Snickerdoodle, and loves hanging out at the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens. I love the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens because there is so much nature here. She also loves reading and writing poetry. I find making nature beautiful in my poems easy because it is beautiful. Poetry is just exaggerating something that already is. We're always looking for inspiration here on The Slowdown, so I invited her into the studio to chat. Welcome to the studio, Nova. Hi, Major. So, Nova, when did you start writing poetry? Um, about when I was five or four, I think. Do you remember the first poem you wrote? Of course. I was in kindergarten. I remember that I saw a roly-poly. So then I went to my mom at the end of the day, and I was like, Mama, I have a story to tell you. Not a story, really, but more of a poem. And she wanted to hear it. Can I hear the poem? Yes, I have memorized it. Bring it. I saw Roly-Poly. It was you. Wait a minute. Why am I shrinking? I'm a Roly-Poly, too. (laughs) Brilliant. It rhymes. Now, tell me, what do you like about your poem? Well, every single time I read it, it makes me burst into laughter because it is just so strange. (laughs) (laughs) I love your poem because not only does it rhyme, but the words sound like what it's doing. The words roll. What do you mean about the words rolling? I mean that the sound, the O sounds roll through the actual poem itself. You have roly, you have poly, you have two, you have you, and then roly and poly. So that sound just kind of rolls right through the poem. Did you notice that? No! Yeah, is that pretty cool? I think that's pretty cool. Either kindergarten me was a genius or <laughs> I'm or that that was just a coincidence. Do you like reading too? Do you like reading poems as much as you like writing poems? Of course. Who are your favorite poets? Well, I like Emily Dickinson. Ooh. I like Lewis Carroll. I like his poems. Hold it. Did you say Lewis Carroll? Yes. He's one of my favorite poets, too. He is? Yeah. There's actually a Lewis Carroll poem I love, and you probably love it, too. Should we say it at the same time together? Yes. One, two, three. Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. (laughs) (laughs) Would you read it for us? Of course. Here's Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. Twas brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wave. 
All mimsy were the borgos and the momras outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the jubjub bird and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the mangsome foe he sought. So rested he by the tum-tum tree, and stood a while, and thought. And as an uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the tulgy wood and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumping back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O frabjous day, kaloo, kalay, he chortled in his joy. T'was brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the wave. All mimsy were the borgos, and the momras outgrabe. Frabjous work, Nova. Hey, you used frabjous from the poem. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. What do you love about the words in Jabberwocky? Well, the made-up words are just so bizarre and outrageous, and it's so cool that they make no sense, but then, at the same time, they make complete sense, and it's all just so weird. <laughs> I like reading this poem because of the way saying those words makes my mouth fill. Galumphing and frabjous. What's your favorite word? Snickersnack. 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 You're making me hungry, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made up a word? I, for some reason, when I was a little kid, started calling my armpits turkeys. And now everyone in my family calls them turkeys for some reason. And Wash your turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tickle your turkeys. <laughs> Since kids and teens are taking over the slowdown this week, we thought it'd be fun to play a different word game every episode. And today's game is... Leaning Tower of Titles! For this challenge, Nova and I are going to co-write a found poem together. Ooh. Tell us what a found poem is. A found poem is like a collage. You steal words and phrases from anything you can see, and you just put it together and make a poem. So let's do it ourselves. Here are the rules. We're going to have 15 seconds on the clock. Only 15? I know. Pressure. Ah! <laughs> During that time, we're going to borrow words and phrases from the titles of Nova's favorite books and write a poem together. Nova. What books did you bring into the studio? Could you read off their titles? Yep. I picked The Ice Cream Machine, Rise of the Dragon Moon, Diary of a Young Naturalist, Snow and Rose, The Benefits of Being an Octopus, and A Single Shard. All right. You'll start. We have 15 seconds on the clock and go. Ice cream. Rose. Benefits. Moon. Dragon. Bean. Shard. Ice. 
Diary. Machine. Young. Single. Octopus. Diary. Being. Diary. Single. Diary. (laughs) (laughs) Nice work, Nova. Thank you. You too. Now, before we go, we've received some amazing haikus from young poetry fans over the past few weeks, and we want to share them with you. Here's one about Mount Everest from Miles in Wyoming, Michigan. Wow, Mount Everest, the highest mountain on Earth. I can't see the top. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) What do you like about that poem? I like the wow. It's very expressive and exclamatory. And I felt wow about the poem. (laughs) Ooh, clever, clever. (laughs) If you have a haiku you'd like to submit or feedback you'd like to share, please head to slowdownshow.org slash contact and send us your thoughts. And that's it for today's episode of The Slowdown. This episode was produced by Rosie DuPont, Micah Kilbon, and Maria Wartell with help from Erica Krauss and Beth Perlman. Our editor was Molly Bloom with engineering by Josh Savageo. Original music was composed by Alexis Quadrato with a remix by Mark Sanchez. Beth Perlman is our executive producer and the executives in charge of APM Studios are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. Special thanks to Fritzi Bodenheimer, Yago Magnick-Konde, Erica Moroz, and the Brooklyn Public Library. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.